0: cellar dive episode number 20 of brutal battle so since we're doing much smaller episodes now just to scale back you know spending and time spent on the podcast we're only doing two beers as opposed to four like we normally do so this will be a much quicker episode and i'm gonna say we're not really competing on this one
1: and i say we should (laughs) because we always compete
0: no. Well, first of all, we don't always. If people go back and they listen to all the cellar dives, there are ones where we compete and ones where we don't. So that's a lie. The other thing is this. It's more fair when you have two beers to choose. Uh. You know what I mean? Because like one could be good and one could be bad, and then you, know, you have opportunities. With this one, like I, I, w- I can already tell you right now you would win. Like I can tell you because the beer that you picked is one of the best beers we've had in a long time. And we've already had it before. The beer I picked, we've never even had before. So Uh, it is more of a unknown. Wild card. I trust the brewery, I will say. I definitely trust the brewery that did my beer. So I'm sure it's going to be good. I just don't think it's going to be as good as what you picked. Yeah. So it's like over before it starts type thing. So maybe in your mind. In my mind,
1: my mind, I already won.
0: Okay, in your mind, we're competing, and you already won. In my mind, there's no competition, and the audience members, there's no competition, right? Okay. They would agree with me, I'm sure. Okay, so my beer's first, and this one is in a 750-milliliter bottle. Or, I'm sorry, this is a 22-ounce, not a 750, a little bit smaller. This one is by Mellow Mink Brewing. This is their Scarlet Sunrise, and Mellow Mink is out of... It
1: should be Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania.
0: Yep, Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania. We had picked this up when we were there last, which is a few years ago. Three
1: Well, yes. it was pre-pandemic. Yeah. I think the last time we... Three, the, four? The last time we were there was December 2019.
0: Okay, so then that's... So it's basically three years old at this point. Um... Okay, so yeah, so this one is their Scarlet Sunrise. It is a a blend of sour red ales aged for 12 months in Cabernet Sauvignon barrels, re-fermented on blackberries and blueberries, naturally carbonated and conditioned in the bottle, and it is 6.8% alcohol. And if people hear piano music in the background, my apologies. That is townhouse living when you have people living next door to you who decide to put the Their piano right up against the wall. Thank you so much. On the main level.
1: The last time we were at Mellow Mink was with Kelly and Kyle Norman.
0: It was. Correct. And I don't think we've ever had a... I don't think we ever had a beer at Mellow Mink that we didn't enjoy. Yeah. They had some really good stuff.
1: They've they've either been good or very good.
0: Agreed. As the piano music just gets louder and louder (laughs) and louder. People, can you tell how...
1: Oh, run glass!
0: How much I love it! How much I just love! I took
1: the one you poured first because that's supposed to be me.
0: Yeah, sorry, I should have. So uh, plenty carbonation on there. Yeah,
1: lots small bubbles, small bubbles. Kind of a not very attractive color.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like like blueberry juice. Like blueberry juice does not look good.
1: It's like murky.
0: Yeah, like blueberry juice has this kind of like reddish, cloudy, kind of like yeah. drab red color to it. And it kind of looks like that. But, you know, it's a sour red, so sour reds are going to look this way. A little, like, amber. Sure. Anyway. Okay, everyone just pretend we have a soundtrack.
1: (laughs) Background music. (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. It smells appropriately sour.
1: Yeah,
0: it smells good. I do need to point out, they actually put on here the types of bugs, in quotation marks, they put in it. Saccharomyces, Britannomyces, and Lactobacillus. So, just so people know.
1: Scarlet sunrise.
0: It smells fruity. It's got a tart bite on the nose. I wouldn't quite say sour. It doesn't smell like super sour. Maybe like tart. Yeah, tart-ish.
1: I definitely... I can't pick out any berries. It just smells like nondescript berries. Yeah,
0: it's just like fruit. Although...
1: It smells like... Strawberry is not in there, but i smell strawberry.
0: Yeah, it just kind of seems like a berry mixture. Yeah. Like, I feel like people could be like, strawberry, raspberry, blueberry, blackberry, you know. Say any berry, and I I could agree with you. Definitely. I mean, it smells good. There's a little bit of a funkiness on the nose that I quite like. I'm a fan of the funky. So, the tartness, the funkiness, and the fruitiness all coming together. Smells nice to me. I'm enjoying the smell. Hopefully, it translates to the flavor. Very berry. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Mm. You probably really like this.
1: I I like it's it. I, I can appreciate the complexities of the beer. It's just not my style. Um, but I like I like the fruit for sure.
0: Yeah, and I would say I'm probably tasting more of the blackberry than the blueberry, in my opinion. Uh, which is fine. I mean, it, it's. Both those berries are very tasty, and yeah, the berry level is nice. Uh, I do like the uh, bit of a funkiness at the very end. That's quite nice.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, like, definitely sour, definitely tart, but not
0: too much. It's not causing a lot of phlegm for me. Right. I would still put it on that tart scale as opposed to a sour scale. Um, cause yeah, it's really not like making me pucker or anything. It's just kind of this light tartness, uh, which yeah. I like, I think that works well with having a more fruit forward beer. And to be honest, a lot of the times when the base is a sour red, I feel like that's when you get the more softer tartness instead of actual sourness. So I kind of expected this with this beer, but yeah, I like, I like the balance. Oh, okay.
1: It's just blueberries and blackberries. Yeah.
0: I I just, I like the balance of what's going on here. A lot of things going on.
1: Are you getting any of the barrel characteristic?
0: Yeah, I get some woodiness. I definitely get some wood aspect and a little bit of like a tannic note.
1: Like a wine.
0: Cabernet Sauvignon. So yeah, like there is that bit of like the the skins of the red grapes. Um, Yeah, so there is a little wine note to it as well. It's very tasty. I'm a fan. Um... For what it it.
1: is, it feels sessionable.
0: Oh, very sessionable. Well, and it's not like it's high ABV or anything either. So 6.8. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm down with it. So my beer is quite good. I'm just going to claim victory now. We should just probably just stop here. I'm going to claim victory. (laughs) With one beer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So
1: my pick is by a brewery that we love, Sapwood Cellars. It is their Flaked... Which is an imperial oatmeal stout with coconut and vanilla, and it is ten point five percent. And Sapwood Cellars is in Columbia, Maryland.
0: What of their stats have we had on this podcast? You know, I don't. I don't even know. I think we had what was the first one that we went crazy was um, Shelled. I think we had Shelled okay. on. So a bunch of their stouts that they put out are very much like Shelled. In the sense of, like, the base Imperial Stout that they have, and then they just do different things with it. And it's usually really awesome. So, yeah. So, like I said before, the first beer we have never had before. This one we have had before. We know yeah. this is wonderful. But here we go. We're going to break it down again. Um, it looks very thick.
1: It's, look, I know. When you were pouring it, I was like, it's very thick. It's, it's like motor oil thick.
0: Yeah. I was going to say it's almost motor oil in my mind. but
1: I feel yeah. like the thickest beer, though, I think... What's In your mind, what's the thickest beer you've ever had?
0: Uh, I don't... I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really oh, recall. Oh, see, for
1: me, it's very... Dist- I
0: remember it. Was it... Um, oh, why am I blanking on it? Uh, 1050.
1: Yes! Yeah, That's ten, exactly what I yes. was going to say, because the, like, the last time I had that, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, it's so ten, thick. 1050
0: ten by Oscar Blues, very motor oily, very yeah. thick, yeah. It's yeah, great beer. Th- this great isn't beer. quite there, but... No. I will say when I swirl it up, the head on it looks very milkshake Like, it looks creamy. Like, it's lactic.
1: Yeah. Um, but there's no there's lactose water. in the beer.
0: No. Ooh, so it vanilla-y.
1: so good. It's like, you get that vanilla, you get, like, the chocolate, you get the coconut. Like, you get it all.
0: You definitely get all of that. I get a slight, slight, slight... Don't say
1: anything bad. ...olive.
0: Olive, I get a really? very, very slight olive. It's very, it's like the, a hint on the end of each sniff.
1: It's one of the smells that you pick up because you hate yeah, it. Yeah, I, exactly. I can't pick
0: it up. But it smells great. I mean, pl- lots so of coconut, lots of vanilla, plenty of chocolate. It just smells like a dessert, but it also doesn't smell like it's super sweet or going to like yeah. punch you in the mouth with too much flavor. It smells very nuanced, very kind of like smooth and easy. But, yeah, let's go Mm -hmm. in. So good. Yeah, that's really good.
1: I mean, it's just exactly how you... It's one of those beers, like, it smells and it tastes like it should, based on the description. You're getting the coconut. You're getting lots of vanilla. It's nice. It's smooth. I don't perceive it being 10%, 10 Mm 10.5%. Easy. Full mouth feel. Full bodied.
0: This does need to warm up a little bit more, though, I will say, because I'm getting a little bit of a metallic taste to it, Mm. which I find that I get that a lot with stouts when they're still a bit too cold. They get this metallic-y note, and as they warm up, that just disappears. Mm. So I think this is still a little bit on the colder end from where we optimally want to drink it, but yeah, you're getting a lot of the vanilla, a lot of the coconut a good like dark chocolate bitterness on the finish cuz there is a pretty significant bitter kick at the end which I'm totally good with. It's got like a very kind of milk chocolatey creamy mouthfeel yeah. as well, which obviously I'm great I'm great with that. Yeah, this is a killer beer. This is a very nice um I want to say lineup but it's only two. <laughs> a very nice pairing of, like, yeah. two very different beers to drink in the same night and go between. Yeah. It'd be, like, something very light and a little tart and fruity, and then something very dark and decadent and viscous and, you know, dessert-like. mm mm-hmm. um, Very different, but very wonderful beers, mm-hmm. both of them. Both good. I'm a fan. Uh, were there flavor notes on the back of the flaked? I'm going to read that. Or did you want to read no, it? go ahead. Uh, They usually write write something. Yeah. A rich, dark, fudgy beer with mounds of toasted and untoasted flaked coconut and an avalanche of organic Madagascar vanilla beans to balance the roast. The flavor is big and the body is syrupy. Yeah, it kind of is. Thanks to flaked oats and English caramel malt. A dessert treat for the snowy nights ahead. Yes. And you had said the ABV was ten and and a half. half. I mean, that's not that bad nowadays for imperial stouts like this is i'm not going to say it's sessionable for an imperial stout but it's closer to sessionable for an imperial stout with a lot of what we typically end up drinking mm-hmm. in that vein but yeah um this is great so what's your rank <laughs> what's our ranking go ahead
1: well flaken is number one and number yeah. two is the scarlet sunrise
0: mm-hmm. no need to recap it's but also
1: hard to compare because yeah, they're so I different
0: know. i know i know I, you know, I would be interested in, in seeing um, Sapwood have a try at something similar to what Mellow Mink did here. Mm. They've done some other sours, but I'm saying like something in like, you know, a Cabernet Sauvignon Barrel. I think they may have done one of those before, but we just haven't had it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, basically, rephrase what I was going to say. I would like to try something like this from Sapwood. Yeah. Which Not they that have. they necessarily haven't done it. That's Just saying. But anyway, um, yeah, this was fun. Sorry, it's short. This is the way things are going to be now. But uh, let's plug all the stuff. Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you listen to us through. iTunes helps the most if you can. Tell people about us. Word of mouth is huge. If you know any big beer nerds in your life, they may like this podcast. Um, send us an email if you just want to reach out and say hi or you have ideas for episodes or beers you want us to try or want advice on beer stuff, Whatever. Brutal Battle Podcast at gmail.com. We are on Untapped. I am all one word. The easiest way to find me Carlton Malibu, C A R L T O N M A L I B U. And Rebecca? Just Rebecca C. Rebecca C. And then the Insta
1: Brutal Battle Podcast.
0: Yes. And then if you want back episodes, you can go to the website, brutalbattle.com, which also has pictures of all the beers we try on each episode. And then you can also go to archive.org and just search "brutal battle" and it'll bring up everything if you're, you know, if you want to do it that way because that's where we have our files hosted, our our um, audio files. But anyway, thanks everyone for checking this out. Always appreciate having an audience. And until next time, keep it brutal.